searched for months and nothing turned up. Yeah, I find this tough because there's there's a lot of angles you can look at this from. There was only one suspect ever considered. Something horrible happened. You know, somebody knows something and they're just they're not talking. They're not talking. It's just it's just too easy. I mean, like I said, there there is a very slim, slim, slim possibility that he could be fake, and I guess we can't really 100% rule that out. There's just this big hole right in the middle of the case that's just there and, and nobody's saying anything. It's crazy. It's time for cross-examination. Welcome to Cross-Examination. I am one of your two amazing hosts, Matt. And I am one of your two amazing hosts, Shane. Thanks for joining us here on our ninth episode. Today, we'll be talking about the pizza bombing of Brian Wells. But who really was involved in this crazy escapade of crime? Oh, yeah. But real quick sidebar. uh, Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Uh, I know for you guys, it's probably not 4th of July. It's a few days late, but um, I mean, the leftovers are probably still good right now, right? Yeah. So happy 4th of July. So (laughs) at least for all of my American friends, for uh, my non-American friends, uh, happy normal day for you. Yeah. Happy happy Sunday. (laughs) Happy Sunday for everyone. (laughs) Or I guess it'll be Wednesday when this releases. So happy Wednesday too. Yeah. Happy day. Uh, Oh yes. Happy days. Happy days. Uh, but today, like Shane said, we're going to be covering the episode, The Puzzle of the Pizza Bomber Bank Heist, which is my favorite episode to say, <laughs> because it's just so <laughs> so long and so double alliterated. Um, if you have not watched the episode, what are you doing? Go watch it. It's amazing. Uh, I'm in it. Shane's in it, as I've said many times before. Uh, mm-hmm. We both worked really hard on this one. Uh, I know that this was one of the ones that I really wanted to cover um when i was originally doing the first season this one was one of the ones that stuck around from my yeah. first drafts <laughs> no and everybody did a great job in it a lot of good acting and it, it was it was a really good episode oh yeah i lo- i love this one i go back and listen to it it's pretty funny yeah, absolutely too. i don't mean yeah. to toot my own horn <laughs> there but i think it's pretty funny it's my favorite intro outro sequence yes horn tooted Horn tooted and uh, Taco Bell uh, rang. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. But without further ado, let's get into the case recap. Case recap. In 2003, a man named Brian Wells was out for a normal pizza delivery at the end of his shift. When Brian would arrive at his destination, he would have a collar bomb placed on his neck and he would be sent on a scavenger hunt to his doom. Brian would unfortunately die and never be able to tell the truth about what truly happened that day. But the other main suspects, Marjorie Deal Armstrong, Kenneth Barnes, and William Rothstein, would be able to tell their side of the twisted tale. Marjorie 
would claim that Will Rothstein was the mastermind, while both William and Ken would say that Marjorie put the entire plan together. A court judge would eventually rule that all were involved, including Barn, or including Brian Wells, with Armstrong and Barnes charged with carrying out the crime, and the other two, uh, Rothstein and Brian Wells, charged as co-conspirators. However, we will never know who truly put this plot together, or if Brian Wells was truly a willing participant. Yes, a very strange case indeed. It's gone down as one of the most, I guess, head-scratching, for better lack of a better term, cases. Um, it's just, just crazy how everything went down. Um, but I think, to me, what's really creepy about this case is that it was like mind games. You know, it gets referred to as like the Saw murders like the, from the movies, yeah. where it's like, all right, Brian, let's play a little game. And... <laughs> But the thing was, is like, do you want to play a little game? <laughs> the bomb wasn't like, I don't know, it, it, it wasn't as as threatening as it appeared to be. Like, don't get me wrong, yes, the bomb did go off and it did kill him, and it was definitely real. It was mostly a facade. So once the bomb squad had determined that it would not detonate again, they began to disassemble it. And there were a bunch of wires that like weren't connected to anything. They were just there for looks. There was no way for it to have been detonated remotely. And it was ultimately two pipe bombs hooked up to a kitchen timer. And to quote one of the members of the bomb squad, it was no more complex than a child's toy. And Brian could have easily reached up and added more time to it, or even just taken it off without it detonating. But with the handwritten instructions and the scavenger hunt, and the fact that he probably didn't know that it was just that simple, it was just pure mind games that just led to his death, and that's crazy to me. Yeah. I think, uh, as you were talking about that, one one case comes to mind that almost, that's almost kind of similar with that, and that's um, D.B. Cooper. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he had um, a briefcase with, like, four big red sticks that he said was dynamite, but he didn't... They weren't dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> so... Like that's what that's just what it reminded me of. Like, right, and, and and we'll talk about it a little bit more a bit later. But the impend and the impending doom that Brian must have felt is never fun. Even if your car does smell like a slice of pizza, it can never be fun going <laughs> on that wild scavenger hunt that he was yes. on. I mean, let's even consider that Brian was in on the heist. He must have known, like, right after they put it on him, that it was going to go off. Like, right, his last moments seemed. Like they were spent begging for his life, and that's just crazy to me. And another thing is that Marjorie and Ken, like, neither look like they even really care about the life that they kind of took. Even if Brian was in on it, he he didn't deserve to die like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's weird. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to bring up really quickly, I didn't really get to talk about this in the episode. I talked about it a very small bit when I was talking about Marjorie Deal Armstrong. But I want to talk about her more because this woman is so perplexing to me. <laughs> so in the, in the episode, I, I said this. I said Marjorie Deal Armstrong was on trial for the killing of James Roden, which was her, I guess, technically ex-boyfriend since she yeah. killed him. Yeah. Um, however, this was not the first time she had killed someone. Marjorie had quite the reputation in Erie at the time. She had shot and killed her then-boyfriend Robert Thomas in 1984, 
but was acquitted because she claimed it was in defense of him abusing her. And then Armstrong's former husbands also died. One of them died from hanging himself, and the other died by falling and hitting his head on a coffee table. So just a quick pause there from, from, from me. This woman, it, even, if, even if we're considering that she did not kill the other two, the one who hung himself and the one who hit his head on a coffee table, she has killed essentially if she is guilty of this crime three people now yeah and um, i'd like to throw out there the husband that she shot in self-defense she shot him six times in self-defense it was yeah. it was six shots <laughs> well that can i think the adrenaline could probably yeah you could, true. I, I, true i've never shot someone no that you fair know enough. of um <laughs> But the adrenaline, I think, could probably, like, and the emotions running high, I'm sure could lead to her just firing the rest of the bullet casings, depending on what kind of gun it was as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll give her a little bit of a pass for that, but I don't think I can give her a pass for killing people. Yeah, um, yeah. She, she, she perplexes me so much. And also, um, if you're wondering... Oh, this Marjorie lady must be a real pretty gal if she's pulling on all these people after she kills them. Um, well, I was reading up on a little bit of the police report, and I was going to put this in the episode, but I didn't because it was already running a bit long. But I wanted to uh, put this in here so that me and Shane could talk about it. Uh, it was also said that when the police went into her house, they had to use hazmat suits because there was dog feces, mold, dirty dishes, takeout containers that contained old food, and so much more. Just all that bacteria living in her in her place, in her home. Like That's, what oh, is this woman God. doing to get all these men to love her? <laughs> I don't crazy. understand. I don't yeah. understand. Oh my uh, goodness. She a hazmat suit. Oh, it's nuts. Could you imagine? Could you imagine walking in, like you have to put on a hazmat suit to walk into somebody's house? Could you imagine that? I mean, I'm sure that like it happens. Like, like I'm sure it happens if like there's like a health concern. But I'm talking about like this person just lives that way. Right. Like, right. Mar Marjorie had to walk into that house almost every day, or at least once a week. Yeah. What happened? What happened to this lady? <laughs> What happened to this lady? Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, but um that like Marjorie is just so perplexing to me. It's crazy. Like I want I I just want like a case study done on her or something right, right, that I can yeah. just go what it, like cuz obviously like a lot of this a lot of the time when I look at suspects, I look at the psychology a little bit of and, and and i don't want to say psychoanalyze because that's way like way too complex of a term for what i what i do is i just go through okay let me try to put my brain inside this person real quick and think what they're trying to think right and i cannot do it with this person <laughs> i cannot yeah like marjorie is the first ever person on this show that has truly stumped me <laughs> truly <laughs> like like I can get behind anything, obviously not like killing or anything, but I can I can like put my brain into other like serial killers and I can go, okay, I can understand why this person was doing this because they had this in their past and this in their past. Marjorie has a history of mental illnesses, but like 
even with all those mental illnesses, that doesn't excuse like one, the killing of a, I'm saying possible here, a possible five people mm-hmm. as well as living in a literal garbage pile. Yeah. She also was trying to have somebody hired to kill her father because he was sick and she wanted her inheritance sooner. And yeah. So and, was, and I think it was, in, um, God, what was his name? The guy that I played. um, Ken Barnes. Ken Barnes. Yes, she, yeah. He, she was trying to get him to kill her own father, so that I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> no, like and he's I already th- sick and he's dying. Just wait a few more months if that's what yeah. it's really about to you. Like, yeah, I, I get where you're I, coming from. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we dwelled on on Marjorie for a bit too long, but um. <laughs> Holy cow, dude, that was crazy. <laughs> um, and usually, like, right around here, we'll, we'll, we used to put ads, but I think before we get into our cross-examination, let's give some quick shout-outs real quick to the other shows on this network. Uh, yes. So, first of all, quick shout-out, Sci-Fi Malady. Uh, just past Malady 200, me and Shane are in it. Go check that out. And then mm-hmm. uh, 201, and then 202 is coming out today, I believe. Uh, so please go check out Sci-Fi Malady. Amazing guys. Uh, they crack me up all the time with the things <laughs> I say on there. Um, go fun. check out. Oh yeah, go check out Shane on Case Closed. Go check out uh, up the upcoming show Case of the Chills, uh, which is going to be hosted by the lovely Layla. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that should hopefully be debuting either later this month or early next month. Um, yes. And then, what else? Scott's Rants. Go check out that. Go check out Scott's Rants. Amazing, amazing podcast. Uh, I like listening to it because I just like hearing Scott uh, be mad at things. Because it's very <laughs> amusing to me. And I'm trying to think. Are we missing anything? Zodiac um, Task Force. Zodiac Task Force. Uh, quick update. We finally casted everybody. And we're just uh, we're starting the editing phase of everything right now. So yes. Coming soon. Everybody. Yeah, coming soon to a theater near you, to a podcast network near you. And then but, uh, uh, Cold Case Chase oh, Season 2 in oh, Ohio. Yes, yes uh, Cold Case Chase Season 2 coming later this year. Um, and, and, and there should be a trailer dropping sometime this Ooh. month or this month or maybe next month. I think it's next month. Or no, it's later this month. It's later this month. I'm, <laughs> I'm good at remembering things. I'm good at remembering things. Um. <laughs> uh, but yes, go check out all those shows everywhere. Uh, give some love to everybody. Throw some love in the Discord. Throw everything, but don't throw your children because that's dangerous. Yes. Um, yes. But yes, let's go ahead and let's get into the cross-examination. It's time for the cross-examination. <laughs> Please, any animator, I will pay you to animate me and Shane dancing <laughs> to, yes. to, 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 the, to these clips. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh, yeah. But our first question today comes from more Grinditions, more Grinditions on Discord. What do you fellas think about the theory that Rothstein was the man in charge? Him and Marjorie were former lovers, and I'm sure that he would want to win her back. Maybe the cash to help her with the family problems was his ticket back in. 
I think this is a pretty interesting theory, but I think that he or Marjorie would have confessed or pointed the finger at one another. I mean, Marjorie confessed a bunch of stuff in prison later, but uh, Rothstein had already been filled with guilt and called the police on himself because he had a body in his freezer and just turned himself in. Which was interesting because that actually led to the cops being interested in Marjorie because of a suicide no suicide note Rothstein had written, uh, claiming that it had nothing to do with the Wells case. And so, I think that there was enough guilt and already other confessions going on around that that it would have been brought to light at that point. But it it is a good good thought. Yeah, this this case is so funny because nobody who was involved in it could shut their mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. honest I honestly do think that I honestly do think if all of them just didn't speak about it, I think they would have gotten away with it. But I'm, I'm like I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to sound so smug in that fact. Uh, right, it's a very right. saddening fact that 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 the matter of I don't think that they should have gotten away with it. Those meddling kids. <laughs> um, but I I agree with a lot of what Shane said. Uh, I think that Rothstein may have helped his former lover, but. I think she just at some point just crossed too many lines. Um, probably roughly when Brian died, I think maybe. But yeah, it honestly kind of just makes you think. Like when when they put the collar bomb on Brian, do you think either Rossi or, or honestly any any of them, do you think that they felt any remorse when Brian died? Yeah, um, I. Sorry, my kids are trying to get here a second. You're good. Y'all know what? <laughs> Special guest on cross-examination. Apparently my dog jumped the fence since they were trying to, like, break in through my barricade to come tell me that. Ah. Uh. My barricade is a hole in my door that I'm blocking with the pillow, which is so everybody knows I'm not really barricading myself in. Anyway, yeah, what was your question? Uh, Shane, I apologize. Sh <laughs> Shane, Shane really needs to... Uh hide himself from the kids they're actually uh xenomorphs that are trying to murder him uh no i love the kids um i was saying that um do you think at any point like any anybody involved uh, whether it be rothstein rothstein kind of seems the most empathetic of the bunch so I, i'm kind of targeting him a little bit more rothstein right. marjorie or ken barnes do you think any of them felt any remorse like when when Either they put the collar bomb on Brian or maybe they saw him die. Do you think any of them felt remorse? I think that they probably felt remorse when they got caught and they, the remorse was for themselves. I don't, I don't know that I necessarily mm. believe that they felt bad for what happened to Brian because it just doesn't really seem like the crowd. They, they seem more of the type of look out for yourself. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that they were more mad that they got caught than they did it in the first place yep um yep and and i think if any of them if any of them may have felt bad i think it was rothstein right um i think that he may have kept silent because he didn't want to get in trouble but if i i don't want to make him out to seem like a good guy here because he did take part in murdering someone basically but i think that i think that he is it may have had some bit of remorse, especially when he had like you, you like you even said it earlier. He had a suicide note planned, yeah, and yeah, he, he had it written, and he was planning on taking his life. And yeah, mm -hmm. you, you can't you can't really uh really fake those emotions, uh, especially when he's turning himself into the police and everything. Right, right. Basically. Um, yep. yeah. 
but I think that that's good for that question. Our second question is from Lore. Lore? Yes, Lore. 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 Uh, at what point do you think Brian had had the realization that he was going to die? Ooh. I, I talked about it a little bit earlier. I think there are two, two points in this story where Brian realized he was going to die. I think point number one was when he got the bomb strapped to him. And, he, and, and, and that's just a surreal moment when you hear, I, I don't know if it clicked or anything, but when you have that around your neck, right? Uh, it's a different feeling. He must have at least had the, the thought run through his head. And it's, it's scary to think I'm going to die. Right. And I can almost guarantee that he, he had that thought in his brain. But I think the other point where he may have realized, you know, I'm going to die. <gasps> Ooh, more kitties, more kitties. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be right back with this intermission. So, how have you been? Uh, Matt, please cut all of this out. I hate it. I already hate all of this. Gosh. This is I miss Shane. I miss Shane. I really, really, really miss Shane. Welcome, sickies, to Genetic July. My name is the Rage Master. And my name's Scott. And I'm Thomas. Whoa, hey guys, how are you doing? Says the Rage Master. I didn't like the movie, says Thomas. I think it's derivative, says Scott. Case of the chills. Da, 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 da. Case of the chills. Oh shoot, I'm still recording. And we're back. Alright. Yes. yes, we're back. Nothing happened. And nope. no no singing was had. <laughs> um But uh I forgot where I was, so I'm gonna kind of start from a random place. Uh but I think I was talking about how Brian probably was thinking I'm I'm going to die. Yes, I think that's where I was. He was probably thinking I'm going to die. And oh yes, that's what I was going to say. The second the second place where he probably had the realization that he was going to die was when he grabbed a dumb dumb lollipop from the bank, <laughs> popped yeah. it in his mouth and just walked out. He just walked out. Do you yeah. know how freaking awesome that is? Just going to go out <laughs> Take a dumb dumb and just walk out there. I'm surprised he didn't have aviators to just put on when he walked out. <laughs> like, that's such a cool thing. <laughs> yeah. For me, and we'll get into this uh, a little later on when we get to our final verdict, but I, I think that part of the dumb dumb just has to do with, with like the casualness of, like, oh, you know, I'm fine. Because I feel like mm. he does a little switch at some point. But I do definitely think that at. At the point when the bomb squad was on the way and he's sitting there with the cops and he's he knows that the list has been messed up. He's thinking, crap, like this is it. I'm going yeah. to die. I'm going to die and some something's going to I think he probably just knew something was up. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I know it's very short this week. If you want to help us make this show a bit longer, go ahead, send your questions in. Yes. Please. Always fun to answer. Oh yeah, next week we're covering covering an extra special episode, but we'll get to that later. Uh, get your questions in. Uh, thank you to everybody who did ask questions this week. Yes, we really yes. do appreciate it. It's nice to just get down and, and talk. I, I basically don't talk to Shane when we're not recording because mm-hmm. it's just kind of awkward, you know? Like, yeah, we don't like each other at all. Yeah, if you, uh, I don't know who's covering the hot goss on, on <laughs> us, on Raving Lunatic Media. I, I don't like anyone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I am just generally the most unlikable guy. We'll just yeah. say that. Pretty much. He's like a tyrant. I'm like, Matt, is this script look okay? He's like, no, do it again. <laughs> yeah. That last Jeffrey Dahmer script, he had to do 15 times. Mm-hmm. 15. He, he, it was fine on the 6th, but I just made him do it nine <laughs> yeah. more times just because. Nice. It was a total power move. <laughs> it really was. Um, but speaking of power moves, these people were making some power moves when they auditioned because it's time for the actor spotlight. <laughs> I need to get a sound effect for that. We're gonna we're gonna get a sound effect for it. You know, I'm I'm gonna find one tonight. It's gonna be cool. Oh yeah. But let's get go ahead. Let's get into the actor spotlight. There was a lot of people that I had to cast for this, so some of the people you might might sound a bit familiar. Uh, Tony Detmo, the uh, pizza shop owner, was played by Tim Howery. Brian Wells was played by me. Linda Payne was played by Jenna Spencer. The bank teller was played by Leilani Jade. The, nine, the 911 operator was played by Emily Clark. John Seckle was played by Jacob Rockstar, my brother. Marjorie Deal Armstrong was played by Terry Ter, Terry Taryn Kim. Uh, I, I mixed up her her first name and your last name. Taryn <laughs> Kim. Uh, Ken Barnes was played by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Shane Carey. William Rothstein was played by John DeBenedict. Everybody who plays the game, go ahead, take a shot now. And the Pizza Kid was played by Austin J. Let's say. Again, for like the tenth time. I really hope I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> I will never stop making that joke. I, I purposely put his name last so that so that I can do this joke. <laughs> People laugh here. This is the uh, insert a laughing track. Come yes. on, come on. Yeah, there, there's the praises. <laughs> Good there job. it is. Yay! You get one gold star. <laughs> all right, but with the actor spotlight out of the way, thank you to all the actors, by the yes, way, thank you who acted in this, Excellent. made this an awesome episode. Absolutely awesome episode. Um, but let's go ahead and let's get into our. Are not final verdict. My right. not final verdict. I'm gonna go first, even if you offered it or not. Um, uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> my not final verdict is that a rival pizza chain may be the head of the pe. You almost Maybe. said penis. You I almost, almost said, said penis. I do. I. Uh, you know. I just sometimes say what's on my mind. I don't know. <laughs> randomly think of it during the day you know yeah yeah maybe the head of the pennsylvanian pizza mafia was displeased by the amount of businesses rival pizzeria had been stealing from him and meant to put a hit out on the owner but got brian because the original target could not understand him on the phone 
Ooh, yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 screw my not final <laughs> verdict or even honestly my final verdict. Pizza Mafia? Yeah. Pizza Mafia? Pizza Mafia. The Pennsylvania, sorry, Pennsylvania <laughs> Pizza Mafia? Are you kidding me? That is such a freaking funny thing to think about. Um, Pennsylvania. Mine is not, Pennsylvania. Mine's not going to look as good compared to that one. But um, So my, my not final verdict, my conspiracy theory, is the real group is still out there. Uh, Brian told the police that when he was jumped, it was by a group of quote-unquote black men. However, what if he meant the men in black? Very okay. easy to mix it up. Okay. The men in black could have wanted a scandal so that it could shine a light on what Ken Barnes was doing, and it would have inevitably placed the blame on him because he did get arrested for uh, his role in the bomb plot. But we may never know because one... Uh, I believe, honestly, even the FBI said that the entire bomb plot, uh, like the the letters and everything, excuse me, that it was just a hoax. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, we may never know, honestly, because the men in black both exist and don't exist. And I can't wait for tomorrow when I open my door and two giant beings Dressed in black suits, come and take me away. Are you using the most updated version of Audacity? Because that might actually happen. Yes, um, <laughs> I actually am uh, using Audacity 3.0. Um, so, also, just really quick side announcement. Uh, shout out to Rob Berserker for putting in the Discord chat. But if yes, you listen sir. to these, uh, if you listen to to these and don't and aren't in the Discord chat, go ahead and and we'll we'll make this announcement real quick. Um, Audacity 3.0 is uh, suspected of spyware, uh, so please don't update Audacity because then they will take your your voice. Uh, I don't know what for, uh, and and I don't please, know. yeah, please do your own research on on this as well because I could be completely wrong. I saw one Twitter post as well as a whole bunch of people on the internet going crazy about it yeah uh, yeah voice actors in particular but uh please do your own research on it uh as well just to make sure that you're making the right decision uh there's always other uh places that you can record on if you're on a mac you can definitely use um garage if you're on uh windows there's a plethora of of good ones most of them you have to pay for unfortunately um like reaper and 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 what's what what's the microsoft uh audio editor i can never remember um I but don't know. please stay safe <laughs> stay safe everyone we yes. don't want you getting hacked by spyware uh and i'm gonna stop i might honestly cut that bit out <laughs> <laughs> i might honestly cut it out oh. but um with all of that out of the way whose final verdict did you guys like more mine shane's do you have your own funny little tail your own little yarn to spin your own little tail to tell go ahead show it in the discord show it on the the instagram as well as anywhere you'd like that we are but with all of that let's go ahead and shane's already highlighted it let's get Mm -hmm. into the final verdict (laughs) the final verdict final verdict
So what's Shane? Let's see. The question well, is, do you think Brian Wells was an accomplice or do you think that he was not involved at all and just a j- normal dude who went on the wrong pizza delivery? I think that ultimately Brian Wells was a part of this in some regard. I definitely don't think that he went into it planning to die due to the fact that his demeanor changed so suddenly when the bomb was going to go off. But I think at least in the beginning he knew what he was getting into. You know, he I, I think that was part of the swagger in the bank and just the calmness of it was he felt like he was in control of the situation. And, you know, I don't understand the lie about the group of black men or the reasoning behind the just his calm throughout everything else otherwise. But definitely something smells fishy here, and I don't think it's just the anchovies. That was a great joke, <laughs> and it tops, it tops everything that I did or have done in this. this I heard episode a few crickets so there. I heard a few yeah. crickets there. <laughs> I I'm more just flabbergasted, but for me, um, I think that Brian went from a willing participant, and I think he was double cross. Um, like Ken Barnes said, uh, he was in a very expensive relationship with jessica hoopsick i believe her name was mm-hmm. and i don't think toss and pies was paying those bills yeah. um think that brian needed the cash but i don't think he wanted to lose his life um so yeah i think that that brian was originally on board but then switched his opinion when a real bomb was strapped to his neck right yeah, yeah. uh and let me go ahead. Let me check the poll that I put in earlier this week. If you want to vote on what you think the final verdict is for any of the cases, always on our Discord in the cross-examination tab, we have uh, po- little polls that we put up. Right. So this week's I asked people for this case, was Brian an accomplice or was Brian innocent? And just barely squeaking out, uh, people think that Brian was an accomplice. Uh, just barely squeaked it out. All right. Um, so even, I think everybody's on the same page here. Uh, Brian was an accomplice. And I think, I think honestly, this case is very strange because a lot of people do think that this case is solved, but without reasonable doubt, I, you can't really call it solved. So that's why I put it in, in here. Right. Also, I I really love the Netflix series, Evil Genius. Uh, very, very good documentary. If you're, if you're looking for something to watch. I have not watched that one yet. I was watching some other some other uh, videos on it, and I saw that a bunch of people were mad at that one because they didn't like get a warning right before they showed the bomb go off. And so a bunch of people yes. like unknowingly saw him get killed. I think they put a sensor bar over it after that. Oh, okay. I yeah. think. I'm not a hun- Don't trust me on that. If you go and watch it and go, oh, Matt said this. <laughs> Please, I... <laughs> Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not say I haven't watched it in like three, four months. Yeah. The so videos please. I saw, they, they like went dark real quick and then you heard the bomb go off and then it like came back up. So, yeah, but I think that can go ahead and that can wrap us up. Thank you. Yes. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of cross examination. Next time we'll be covering the JFK assassination with a very special guest. Ooh, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> Really, I don't know. Um, If you want to have your question read in that episode, get it posted to the cross-examination section of the Discord. 
Oh, you silly Billy. Speaking of Discord, you can find that in the description. On the Discord, we have additions to be characters in Cold Case Chase as well as cross exam or not cross examination, as well as case closed. Uh, we also have a community of chasers that love talking unsolved cases. Uh, and don't 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 be afraid to go check out the other shows too. I know they're not about uh, people dying, um, mm -hmm. but they're really good shows. I mean, sometimes people die in the show. Yeah. In uh, sci-fi malady, uh, I know Scott's killed a few people um, with his kindness. Uh, <laughs> go check out all the other shows on the Raving Lunatic Media Sci-Fi Malady. Go check out Scott's Rants. Go check out American Asunder. Go check out anything else. Go check out Zodiac Task Force later this month. Go check out Shane on yeah. Case Close. Go check out Layla later this month on Case of the Chills. And later this year, Season 2 of Cold Case Chase. And Boom. new audition new audition parts are going to be coming real soon to a store near you. Um, I was hoping there was more. I wanted to see how high you could get your voice with that. <laughs> and we're also going to debut the new Ivan and the Chipmunks sequel. <laughs> um, that was amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm I, I, I'm basically the fourth chip uh, chipmunk. <laughs> uh, there's Alvin, Simon, Theodore, and then Matt. Uh, I'm their stepbrother. <laughs> I'm Dave's kid. <laughs> you were actually in all the movies, but they just cut your scenes because you were the stepbrother. <laughs> yeah, they, cut, they cut all my scenes. I'm the guy who's uh, DJing in the background of all of them. Uh, I, I, make the, I make the beats. Um, <laughs> also, if you'd like to become a member and support the podcast, the link is in the description of anything that you're listening on. And I think that about covers it. Remember to leave a five-star review and tell us exactly why you like the show, too. Why not? And we'll see you next time on Cross-Examination. Cross-Examination. This is the Cross-Examination